I'm Rachel Olstead, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. As a business coach for new and aspiring female entrepreneurs, I help driven, ambitious, and passionate women just like you build and grow your own online business so you can create a life of freedom, impact, and joy. I truly believe business can be simple and fun, and I'm here to empower you and support you every step of the way with a touch of sarcasm, a little tough love, and a whole lot of inspiration. Let's build our dreams. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. Um, today, we are going to be talking a little bit about creating a simple offer. So I want to share kind of the process that I have even my own clients um, go through when they are creating their offer and some questions to consider and really just to share with you guys what an offer can look like and what a simple offer can look like. So it doesn't have to be complicated. And I see so many new business owners like spinning out in confusion and stressed about creating an offer. And it's like this massive undertaking of, I have to have an offer. Like, I don't know what services to offer. I don't know what to you know, what to actually sell. And I want to, again, offer that it doesn't have to be super complicated. Like this is my permission to you today to just keep it simple and stop spinning around in all the drama about what to offer and stop spinning around in all the confusion and the comparison in what other people are offering. And This is your opportunity to really create an offer that is aligned with your core values, with your current skills and talents, experiences, expertise. The point of creating a simple offer is so that you can take the confusion out of the marketing and buying process for yourself and for your clients. And so that you don't have to be stuck in this learning stage anymore. I talk a lot about the idea, um, and even over in my group, um, the Dream Builder Society, I talk a lot about the idea of being a student versus an entrepreneur. And oftentimes what I see happen is that so many people get stuck in the learning stage or the student stage where you feel like you have to do more and learn more and just buy course after course after course and just like inundate yourself with all of this new knowledge before you can even start. And I want to argue that and say you 100% don't need to. And actually that's just holding you back from making money and making an impact and serving clients. And so I want to help you create an offer that allows you to hone in on your zone of genius rather than just like your zone of competency or your zone of excellence and really, really align yourself with your zone of genius so that you don't have to learn more before you actually get started and start serving clients and making money. So um, I think it is also important to understand that your offer and like what an offer actually is, isn't just something that you pull out of thin air to like, well, for lack of better words, offer people as a solution to their problems. Like this should be 
this sh- your offer should really, really be in alignment with not only what your current skill sets, talents, experience, expertise is, but also bridging the gap between where your client, your your potential client, right, your ideal client is and where they want to be. So you don't just want to focus on what you can offer. You also, it's kind of this marriage essentially between what you are amazing at and what your client really, really needs in order to get really great results. So that's basically your offer is that it it's really bridging the gap between what I refer to um, oftentimes when, I, when I'm taking my clients through this process of the client journey and the work that I do with them of point A to point B. And of course, point A to point B is going to differ and is going to differ for every single one of your businesses and ideal clients and really where they are struggling, what, what they bring to the table, what they are most um, frustrated by in their own journey and where they really want to be, where what they truly want in life, in business, with their health, with their relationships, with literally anything, right? Whatever your, whatever your niche is. But thinking about bridging the gap between where they are and where they want to be, your offer should be the answer, right? Your offer should be the the path that takes them from point A to point B and also be completely aligned with what they really need in order to get the best results in the shortest amount of time. And so that is the, that's the purpose, right? Of designing a really, really aligned offer is that it really gets your clients great results in a shorter amount of time. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that your offer has to be a short period of time. Like I'm not saying that your offer has to be 30 days or 60 days or three months. Right. But Really, it's just the idea that it's like faster results than they could do on their own. Because the reality is that all of us could probably get decent or good results in any areas of our lives if we spent a really long time working at it and spent a lot of money and a lot of energy and all that good stuff, right? Like, I truly believe that my clients can 100% and really all women, anyone listening to this podcast, like you 100% can get incredible results and build your business and be successful and sign clients and make lots of money and have a great impact and, and have true freedom. You 100% have that potential And I know that you could do it, but how long are you willing to spend? How much money are you willing to spend? How much energy are you willing to spend? And how hard do you want it to be? And so I think that is really the questions that you need to ask yourself and with your ideal client in mind and considering your offer that it doesn't need to be Again, a short period of time, but just shorter than um, 
what it would take them. Like, so they get faster results, right? So if your program takes them like life coaching in general, right? There's a lot of stuff that you could cover, a lot of ground that you could cover in an entire year. That may be a very different, you know, that that transformation that your ideal client could get in that year working with you as a life coach, that might take them 10 or 15 years to discover on their own. Right. So thinking about the length of time um, of that of that offer and allowing them to get better results in a shorter period of time. Um, Okay, so I also want to really share that when it comes to your simple offer, I want you to actually only start, especially in the early stages, if you are just starting your business or you're just pivoting or transitioning into a new business or just kind of starting from scratch, I want you to start with one main offer in the beginning. Creating a very, very simple offer is, I feel like not that common anymore. (laughs) I see out there so many businesses that have so many offer suites, right? They have a low ticket offer. They have a medium ticket, you know, offer. They have a high ticket offer. They have all of these like trip wires on the way and this offer and that offer. And and they're almost designed for like different ideal clients. I mean, they really are. They have to be um, designed for, for different for different clients, but, and and that's great to diversify your offer suite as you are growing and scaling in your business. You, you need to essentially in order to have different, um, streams of income, especially if you're wanting more passive income down the line or whatever that might be. But I want to encourage you to not follow that model. If you are just starting out, too often I see women in their early stages of business without even full clarity on their business idea, without full clarity on their ideal client, and without full clarity on like really where their zone of genius is, will start out with like three to four different offers. And the problem with that is it's so confusing. It's so confusing to you as a business owner. It's so confusing to your ideal clients because not only are you new in business, but you might be new to marketing. You might be new to sales. You might not have a whole lot of experience at all, which is not a problem in and of itself. But the problem stems when you have more than one offer, you have no idea how to market them differently. You have no idea who you're actually marketing them to and how they differ and why one is more beneficial for one person than another one is. And it becomes very confusing for you to understand even like how or where or when to market and the strategies behind that. And it just gets so complicated. And then what oftentimes happens is that you either start marketing to only one person and basically offering them like, oh, I have these four options. Knowing that people like options, 
right? And then you're offering all these options to your ideal client, making them choose which one they would like. It is not your ideal client's job to choose which of your offers is best for them. Now, I'm not saying that you are going to be as a business owner taking away their freedom and taking away their buy-in from making decisions. Like it has to be your ideal client's decision to work with you, but it should not be the responsibility should not fall on your ideal client to decide which offer is best for them. That's where you step in as the expert, as the CEO, as the authority of your business. And because you are going to focus so intensely on who your ideal client is and on what exactly your offer is that you can make their recommendation if they are a good fit or not. You should know 100% what offer is best for what client. And if you simplify your offer suite, you're going to simplify that decision-making process for everyone. And that way you're only going to be marketing and selling one offer to one type of person. Now, again, as you're growing and scaling in your business, this might not be the the best route. Like you will probably want to have different um, different offers for different types of people and different, um, like, I guess sub segments or or segment subcultures. I wanted to say like segments of your um, of your target audience. And that's great. That's fine. But I am talking about in the early stages, I want you to really narrow down on one offer for one client so you can have true clarity on what that messaging looks like for that offer, who it's best for, what are their pain points, what do they really want, what is the transformation and the result of this one offer for this particular client. And that's going to help you gain a lot more confidence as well in your business and in your, in the results that you help your clients achieve, whether it's a done for you or done with you service, whatever that looks like, so that you aren't trying to talk to everyone about everything, right? We do not, I I truly want you to avoid becoming a jack of all trades and a master of none having so many options for people and not enough clarity is just like a recipe for disaster. That's going to cause you to question everything. You're going to spin out in confusion and wonder why you're not getting clients or why the clients you're getting are not getting great results. Um, And that's on you. And so if you can determine exactly what your simple offer is to a point where you know it like the back of your hand and you know exactly what it is, you know exactly how long your clients actually need to get amazing results, you know exactly what your process is that gets them great results and you know exactly who is best suited to get great results and what they're bringing to the table to make sure that they get great results, that is where your confidence is going to continue to grow and grow and grow as you continue to find evidence and and look for evidence that your offer 
is valuable and that your ideal clients need it and want it and get results from it. So the simpler, the better, especially in the early stages. I also want you to be really aware that especially right away with an offer, less is actually more. I want you to, and like, I'm essentially giving you permission to give yourself permission to take out all the fluff, take out everything and anything from the offer that your ideal client does not actually need in order to get fantastic results. I want you to pare down the offer to like the bare bones to really see like what exactly do they need? How can I make this as streamlined, as simple, as straightforward, and as powerful as I possibly can so that there's not a lot of extras, a lot of fluff that might look good on a sales page, right? Instead of having like 12 bullet points of all of the features of your, of your program or your service, maybe you pare it down to three, right? There is no, there's no, um, benefit really to you by adding a whole bunch of extra stuff and fluff and steps and trainings and this and that, all these extra things to your offer, it's really not benefiting anyone. The only thing that it's doing is almost um, making your your offer seem more complicated and time-consuming than it actually needs to be. And in a marketing standpoint, that's actually not effective. So you might be thinking, well, I'm looking at all these sales pages and people are sharing like, You get this bonus and this bonus and this and this and this, and don't forget about this type of a module and all of these extra things that they're adding to their offers. And while that might work for them, I want you to be really, really cautious about applying other people's strategies to your business because there's no one right way. And it's also, especially in the early stages of business, only going to cause you extra stress thinking about all of these extra things that you have to do and add and create right before you even get clients. You do not need to add extra stuff to your offer and extra bonuses. Like I truly believe that people, especially in today's world, in today's society, where there's so much stuff and information and just like content thrown at us 24-7, that simple is actually better. Simple is really good. We don't need 17 bonuses for a value of $728.19, right? We see that on sales pages all the time with all these extra bonuses and I'll throw in this and you get this and this, like, let's cut the crap and just take out the fluff. You don't need half of that stuff to get to the really, really like great meat and potatoes of the offer. Like what is the main result that they want? What is the absolute bare minimum that they need to get that. And that's what I want you to really, really focus on so that you can offer less, right? And I I don't mean offer less value, but offer less stuff, offer fewer features 
and over deliver on those rather than offering 17 different aspects to your program, but only doing like three of them really well. I want you to focus on the idea that less is more and you can 100% gain an amazing like raving fan club, basically, if you are are doing that, if you're keeping things simple, if you're being acting and running your business in integrity and not over promising things, but um, actually under promising things and over delivering and keeping it simple is one way to do that so that it gives you a really, really easy way to over deliver that you're, that you're sharing something extraordinarily straightforward. Like I know exactly what you want. I know exactly what you are struggling with right now. And I know exactly how you, how to get you from point A to point B in a short period of time. Here it is A, B and C, right? Let's do this. And it becomes a very simple and concrete to your ideal client rather than having them have to weed through, okay, so what do I all have to do? How much time is this going to take? That's a lot of resources. I don't know if I have time for all of that. Like you want to make their decision process easy. And if you create a simple offer that seems and feels easy to them and takes less time with better results, that is what they are going to want. So I also want to um, help you kind of think about some questions that might be really helpful as you're creating your offer, since um, obviously I can't individually give you guidance on your specific business. But I want you to, again, think that um, the idea of like your offer and your ideal client and this, this process, a lot of people, it's like the chicken and the egg, right? A lot of people say, okay, what comes first, your offer, the ideal client, which one do you, do you identify first? And I truly believe it's a combination of the two, but I actually do want you to start with your offer. The offer should come first. Um, let me actually backtrack having a generalized understanding of who your ideal client probably is, right, is helpful so that you can really hone in on your offer and then circle back around and get a lot more specific and detailed and like very, very, very pared down to who exactly is your ideal client? What exactly are they struggling with um, so that it is a perfect match for your offer, So I want you to, again, consider that, um, you know, the idea of creating an audience, a lot of people, a lot of people, this is kind of a misconception, a side note here that I want you to avoid. Some people talk about the idea that like you should build an audience, whether that's a Facebook group or an email list or an Instagram following or whatever, right? You should create an audience of ideal clients and then ask them what they want, ask them what they, what they need. I want to tell you to stop doing this. And if you haven't done this yet, please don't. The offer should come first. So what's going to happen if you start creating, let's just say you want to create a Facebook group and you have a generalized understanding of who your ideal client is. 
and you start creating a community and um, it's filled with all of these women that are, or men, whatever, who are your ideal clients um, or you think that they're your ideal clients, but you don't have anything to offer them. So first of all, it becomes just kind of a supportive, helpful, like community where you do not necessarily have authority or are um, viewed as having like a, an expert positioning, right? If you don't have anything to offer, you're essentially just hosting um, like a support group or a social group, whatever that looks like for, for your business. And then what um, oftentimes I see happen is that you create this audience of what you're thinking are ideal clients and then you ask them because your heart is is in service of them and you want to know how you can help them. I understand that. But what I see is that you essentially ask your your audience of like somewhat ideal clients how that how you can help them. Right. What what services would they like you to offer? How can you you know, what would they like to see? And you end up creating an audience that has so many different needs that you essentially end up feeling like you have to create so many different types of offers that actually don't fully align with your zone of genius in order to satisfy everyone. And then you get pulled in different directions and, and question like, well, is this offer not good? Is this the right way? Is this the right way? Like what is, what offer should I actually offer? And I want to share with you and again, give you permission to stop asking other people what they want and instead create what you are already good at, what you are amazing at, and find the people that need exactly that. It's going to be way better for you, way better for your bank account, and way better for your ideal clients and the results that they get. So I also want you to... um, think about some of uh, the questions that you can kind of ask yourself. So I'm going to actually end with some different questions to kind of help you create this offer, at least create kind of the framework of your offer. If you don't have an offer yet, or you, you are kind of working on simplifying this. um, I will say before I even share these questions, um, just some different tips that I have. If you are starting a coaching business specifically, so any type of coaching, I always recommend starting with a one-on-one coaching setting rather than group or like a mastermind or a membership or a course, anything like that um, for several different reasons, which I will, um, I think I'll do another podcast on on specifically that Um, like coaching models and coaching practices, um, because I know that the coaching realm is really growing, um, which is incredible. And many of my clients, not all, but many of my clients um, are coaches and have started coaching businesses as well. But that is just my general recommendation right away for many different reasons. Just trust me on that one. Um, And if you are a service provider or doing like done for you services or even doing like freelance type work, please, please, please do not create offers that are based on an hourly rate. You are no longer an employee. You are no longer trading dollars for hours, right? Or hours for dollars, however you want to say it. I want you to step into your role as a CEO and definitely create packages 
and offers that are not necessarily um, designed to to get you like to a specific hourly rate. You are stepping up in the world. You are stepping up in the entrepreneurial journey that you are on. And you are a CEO. You do not have to work for an hourly wage. That is not your reality any longer. And I want you to really own that. Um, and so just some, some ideas to, and some thoughts to consider as you are creating your offer. Okay. So like I said, we're going to wrap up with some of these questions that I have for you to consider, um, when it comes to creating your offers. So a couple of questions might be, what's your greatest expertise or result that you can help someone achieve right in your business, in your, your niche. This is obviously assuming that you have a business idea. If you don't go back and listen to my podcast about finding your perfect business idea. Um, second question, What's the ultimate result or transformation of your offer? Like take some time and actually journal through this so you have an understanding of what this actually looks like. Other questions you might want to consider to help you kind of map this out. Is this going to be more of an active or a passive role that you will play? Like what's the framework? How will you get your clients to that end result? What's your process of doing that? How long will your clients need to get the desired results? How much time do you want or have available to devote to each client? That's going to depend on that. That will dictate essentially the style of offer and the type of offer that you create as well. This one is kind of interesting. It is so simple that I think a lot of people forget to ask themselves, what do you want to offer? Like what would be so fun to offer and to do? I think the want and the desire in your business is absolutely imperative. Like if you are just looking at what other people are offering and and essentially resigning yourself to, okay, well, if that's what web designers offer, then that's what I have to offer. Like you are not going to be fulfilled and you're, you will, you will feel like you are missing something. So I want you to ask yourself, what do you want to offer? It has to feel really good and fun and natural. I don't want you to copy someone else's programs or offer, or it truly will not be aligned with you. And it will be very, very obvious. What does your ideal client actually need in order to get these desired results? What exactly will they learn or get or accomplish from your offer? Like take out all the fluff, unnecessary stuff. Like I said, don't waste your time or theirs. When it comes to pricing your offer, um, I'm not actually going to dig into this quite yet because pricing your offer is a whole nother ball game that I want to, um, again, spend, spend time sharing on another episode. So stay tuned for that, but it really should just kind of an overview should be based on several aspects. Um, the severity of the problem, right? People with the most severe problem, essentially the people who have been for lack of better terms, suffering, the longest with their problems will always pay more than someone whose problem is like pretty new. Um, it's also based on some logic, like how much money do you want to make? How many clients do you want to take on at one time? Or do you have available? How much time do you have available for clients? Um, the, the value that your offer provides, the results, the potential return on investment, 
all of those are going to be really important factors when it comes to um, pricing. And the last thing I want to leave you with here is some um, journaling questions, because I, I think this is really helpful to take like actionable steps in starting to get really clear on your offer. And so journaling questions are going to be really helpful. And I have my clients do these types of questions all the time because they are so incredibly powerful instead of just doing like the detail work and actually nailing down like the logistics of things and the tangible um, aspects of your offer. Like these are more of the intangibles, the behind the scenes in your mind. And this is going to be very important to set your offer up for success as well by working on your mindset around it. So I want you to really think about why is your offer so valuable? How will it change your ideal client's life? What makes you the perfect person to help your clients get the desired results of your offer? These can be challenging, especially as in the early stages, um, oftentimes that like pesky imposter syndrome comes up and you might be questioning, like, maybe I'm not the perfect person, but I want to offer like, what if you are, what if you are the perfect person to help your perfect ideal clients get the desired results that they want? Like, what if you are, what would make you that perfect person? I want you to also think about all the reasons, maybe put a number to it, list 20, 25, maybe 30, <laughs> list 25 reasons that you deserve to make money. What excites you most about your offer? What makes your offer a, for lack of better terms, a no brainer to invest in? Like, why is this something that your ideal client absolutely needs in their life? And, and how will it be so transformational? Okay, that is all for today. I hope that this was helpful. Again, this is kind of a nitty gritty um, detail oriented podcast today about creating a simple offer. But I hope that this was, again, helpful. I want you to allow yourself to simplify. Um, simplifying business also brings it back to the basics and makes it fun and makes it less confusing, less stressful and more, um, just have more clarity and more confidence. And if you have more clarity and you have more confidence, you will be able to market it better. You will be able to sell better. You will be able to actually deliver the results and the transformation that your ideal clients truly want, because you will be so clear on what your offer is and who is a best fit for it. So happy creating offers. I hope you guys have, um, have fun with this process as well. It doesn't have to be scary or stressful or, or terrible process. Um, join us over in the, in my Facebook group too, if you want extra help with that. Um, there's always every other Friday, we do a Friday feedback thread. And if you have questions about your offer or what that looks like, or, um, want some feedback on that, that would be a great place to drop that. Otherwise, um, of course you can reach out to me if you want more one-on-one -on -one support with this. All right, that is it. We will talk to you guys later on the next episode. Bye everyone. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. 
By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.